You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you, yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. And yes, I always keep receipts. And you better believe it. Okay. Okay. Hopefully you guys have a no-filter wine handy, a coffee handy, water handy, depending on what time of day it is when you are watching this. I'm not going to judge you, depending on the day or the beverage. We have a lot to break down. The Chrisleys. It is Monday. It is November 21st, and today is sentencing day for the Chrisleys. Um, There's some stuff I need to clarify about Jen Shaw and her interview from last week, because there's been some, some stuff happening on the internet over the weekend that I feel like I need to address Real Housewives of Potomac, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We'll be doing recaps of those at the end of the show. Hello, guys. Hi, artists. Hi, Peanut Kitty. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Renee. Yes, I decided to do Monday's episode live on the YouTube. So without further ado, should we dive in? Should we get into all the tea? Um, first up, we have an updated holiday schedule for the podcast this week. So book club will stay the same. We will have our regular book club on Tuesday, and then we will do a Wednesday members-only live stream to celebrate Thanksgiving together, since I won't be taping on Thursday. So if you are a Zach Pack member on the YouTube, ooh, excuse me, if you are a Zach Pack member on the YouTube, then we will celebrate Thanksgiving together a little early um, on Wednesday, and then we'll have our regular Thursday night live stream. That'll move to Friday morning. So no, no content on Thursday. We'll have a Zach Pack members only on YouTube on Wednesday, and then Friday will be our regular weekly live that we'll do. So we'll be nice and stuffed, nursing a little hangover, maybe a food coma, We'll live stream together. We'll have some fun. This beat is sick. I'm going to take a ride on your disco stick. So that'll be good. And then the op- the audio will be uploaded immediately after to the podcast that if you just want to listen to the podcast, you won't be missing a thing. And it'll be ready for you to tune in and binge or, or listen to over the weekend. And not only that, but on Wednesday, very special announcement. Um... Wednesday, I will give you guys early access and a super 30% off promo for all Zach Pack members on YouTube, okay? Early access, 30% off promo on all merch, all No Filter merch, all Zach Pack merch, including two fun new holiday pieces of merch that are coming out just for the holidays. One of them is our biggest bully in Hollywood t-shirt, and then the other one is our new Ice Queen pullover, both available for YouTube members on Wednesday with our special discount. And here they are. I'm excited to share that with you guys. We'll get into the sentencing in a minute, guys. Let me have my moment. 
Um, there is news regarding the sentencing. The judge has started making decisions. We don't have all of the decisions yet, but um, we will get into that. But look at this is the first new piece of merch. It says the biggest bully in Hollywood and everyone knows it. And it's like a Lisa Rinna rock star style shirt. I think it's super cute. I think it's super fun. Um, it's just like a fun graphic tee and it's got a little Lisa Rinna on it. So if you have any Lisa Rinna fans or biggest bully Beverly Hills fans, then this will be available this Wednesday for Zach Pack members. Look at, we even got this cutie patootie rock in it. Doesn't he look hot? Don't you want to like make out with him? This model, he's so fine. And then we have the Ice Queen Can Take It. And this will be our new hottest ice hoodie. So if you're chilly, baby, it's cold outside. I don't know if we're allowed to sing that anymore, but this is the cute new pullover. It's white. It's got the artwork from the no filter Erica Jane Beverly Hills wine. Um, it's got a diamond. It's got a little crown on it. The diamond is melting because it's an ice diamond. And it is inspired by Erica Jane's quote from last season on Real House of Beverly Hills. This says, the ice queen can take it. Because damn right, we know that if you're an ice queen, I know I'm an ice queen. I'm an ice king. And I'm living life. Hi, Joe. What's going on? Zach looking all smart and stuff. Yes, guys, I'm rocking the glasses today because I lost my contacts. I had two packs of contacts left. Ooh, my glasses are a little crooked. Um, I am rocking the glasses this week. I don't, I'm hoping my contacts arrive by this weekend. Um, fingers crossed. But until then, I will be rocking my glasses and we will be living life. I'd rather make out with him with the shirt off, to be honest. Listen, as long as you buy the shirt... Is good. Oh my God, Zach, you look gorgeous today. Just a bit more gorgeous than always. Oh, I love it. Thank you. From a straight old lady. I love it. Thank you. Listen, guys, objectify the shit out of me. I don't care if you're straight or gay. If you want to give me a cum tribute, I don't care. You give me all of it. I love the compliments. I'm not going to be offended by it. You say, oh my God, I want to bend you over the bathroom sink. I'll be like, okay, not going to happen. But I love that energy, you know? I don't mind if you subjectify me. Objectify me. What's the proper term? I don't know. Give me a cum tribute. I'm here for all of it. I'll even send you a nude. Maybe. Who knows? I've been feeling good. I'm like channeling Kylie Jenner energy. We have the Kardashians finale this week. And so we do have the finale of You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie, on the Ringer Reality TV podcast this Friday. Stay tuned for that. Um, but in the finale, Kylie says, you know what? I just realized I'm at the age where... I deserve to be naked on a beach, ass out, titties out, living life. And that's where I am. I want to be ass out, titties out, living life. So yes, please don't ever feel bad for telling me I look gorgeous. Don't ever feel bad for telling me that I look cute or whatever it is. Give me all the ego validation. I'm here for it. Okay. Um, book club will be the same. We have friends, lovers, and the big terrible thing Tuesday. Um, get ready for the new merch. It's dropping. It'll be available this Wednesday with a special 30% off all merch this Wednesday for Zach Pack members. So make sure you tune into the, the members only live so you get the code. Okay, now, before we get into the tea of it all, because we will get into the Chrisley stuff. I know I'm giving you guys a couple minutes to trickle on in. But before we get in the, into the tea, I do have something that I need to clarify. Because there seems to be this like false narrative circulating that I... I guess I need to address now. Um, I want to remind everybody that my job is to comment on pop culture, reality TV, specifically Real Housewives. And a big part of my coverage is reality TV legal scandals, right? We tune into the Erica Jane, Girardi stuff, Jen Shaw stuff, Chris Lee stuff. That's what you're here tuned in for, for this episode, right? You want to know about the Chris Lees. So last week... 
My criticism of Jen Shaw's recent YouTube interview, I just want to clarify, was not a dig at the interviewer. It was my raw commentary about the guest who happens to be a housewife, who happens to be caught up in a legal scandal, and that has been heavily covered on this show. Okay, my job is to talk about these things. And yes, I thought Jen Shaw had a great opportunity on a really big YouTube channel and she tanked it. She bombed the interview. Okay, she had no remorse for her victims. She had zero accountability. She had zero empathy. She had zero ownership, zero acknowledgement of her upcoming sentencing. This was a great opportunity for her to show an act of of contrition and to show remorse and, you know, listen, these things are no longer alleged. This not, is not an alleged crime. Jen Shaw has pled guilty. She's admitted to committing this crime to a judge in the court of law. There is nothing alleged about this at this point. She's she's admitted it in court. So let's be clear. She can talk about this if she wants to. I mean, it's probably wise. I mean, I don't know if it's wise to talk about it or not talk about it, but there's no pending litigation at this point. There's no active appeal at this point. She's awaiting. She's now awaiting sentencing. She's awaiting for the judge to rule on how much time she's actually going to serve. So I just thought that this would have been a great opportunity for her to show empathy, to acknowledge and apologize to her victims because all of her current behavior will be taken into account when the judge makes a decision. I had on um, Justin Paperni. He was on the podcast back in July to explain like what steps Jen should have been taking between July and now December, um, what steps she should be taking leading up to her sentencing after she pled guilty in July. He said now is the time to show the judge and to show the community that she's truly sorry and hope that the judge has some mercy on her in her upcoming sentencing. But instead, she decided to take this interview, use this platform, great platform, large platform, lots of people watching. She used this platform to trash other housewives. She used this platform to defend her right to party it up at BravoCon, which she was not invited to. And she clarified that. And she also tried to explain away why she was caught in a screaming match out in public. None of this behavior looks good on her at all. I'm pretty sure the judge will take all of this into account. So doing a little kiki interview weeks before a prison sentencing is not a cute look. I will repeat, my criticism is about Jen Shaw. This is my job. So please don't turn this into a thing about jealousy. I have zero desire to interview Jen Shaw. I'm not jealous of this interview just because myself and the person that conducted this interview happened to have a history and are not currently friends, doesn't mean that I can't still do my job and separate the two. I don't love the victimhood that went on over the weekend. I'll be honest about that. Did not love, you know, the, I guess victimhood is the most appropriate word. Um, But let me be clear. My critique of Jen is in no way harassment or bullying of the person that conducted this interview. I want to be very clear about that, okay? This is not bullying. There's no hate that's being thrown that way. I know I can be a little shady sometimes, and I'll own that, okay? That's my personality. I can own it. It's who I am. And I always show you who I am. Good, bad, ugly, pretty, glasses, contacts, whatever you want. We open ourselves up, you know. I open myself up to you. I put it all on the line, right? And that's part of what we do when we decide to put our lives out there and we decide to be on public platforms. We open ourselves up to you. So I take my heat with a grain of salt, sometimes a shot of vodka and lots of no-filter wine available at nofilterwine.com. 
I've said it before. I'll say it again. This is the last thing I want to say about it. The tour that we did earlier this year will always go down as like one of the most special projects I've ever taken on. Aside from the charity work that I used to do. Listen, the tour was so fun. I gained so much. I learned so much. I grew so much. And I had a blast with my best friend, you know, someone that I loved like a brother. And I will never forget how incredible that time was. You know, the laughs and the tears and the drunken heart to hearts and the exhausted mornings after and the hungover plane rides home, all of it. So please, when I when you look back at that, I know I look back at it. So let's look back at that fondly. It was a blast. We made some incredible memories. And I love seeing Adam succeed. I can put my pain aside. I can put my hurt aside. I can put my shit aside and still root for other people, okay? And I'm rooting for Adam. So, Adam, if you do hear this, if you do see this, I doubt that you will. But if you do, I have lots of love for you. I appreciate all the time that we got to hang out and spend together. Sending you lots of love, my dear. Um, And I wish you nothing but the best. You deserve that. Sorry, I can't be part of, you know, I'm sorry, I can't be part of that right now. I think there's just too much good in our lives for, for, and I'm mainly saying this to people watching and listening and, and adding chatter online. You know, I want to focus on the good. I want to appreciate the good. I also want other people to focus on the good as well. So please, let's not try to make this a combative thing and try to not do this like back and forth where we kind of pit each other against each other. Listen. I know I have some shady, bitchy moments, okay? And I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to have a few more shady, bitchy moments along the way. I apologize in advance. Sometimes I can't help myself, but let's keep it cute, guys, okay? Let's keep it cute. Okay. You guys got to stop with the Zach against Adam shit. Thank you, Miss E. Thank you. It's like I feel like every day I come on the platform and somebody's trying to twist something that I say and try to turn it into something that it's not. Listen, I have shit that I, you know, can be held accountable for. Like I said, I can be a shady bitch sometimes. But like not everything I say is supposed to be shade at somebody. Okay? That's all I want to say about it. So let's move on. Um, that's upsetting. People tried to say that because you were clearly only speaking about Jen Shaw and your opinion about her attitude hasn't changed. Thank you. I've been very hard on Jen Shaw, as I should. You know, she's a criminal. Okay, let's talk, let's talk about the Chrisleys. Okay, so the Chrisley accountant has been sentenced. So Peter Tarantino, the Chrisley accountant that, you know, helped them with their books, um, he's been sentenced to three years in prison. He, along with Todd and Julie Chrisley, they were convicted of bank fraud and tax fraud back in June the Chrisleys were hoping for an appeal. They were hoping to appeal. Um, they got their sentencing date pushed back. And now here it is. Here we are. It's today, Monday, November 21st. It is the sentencing day. We're getting ready for the clink clink, bitch. So sentencing for their case could take up to two days. I, I don't think that's typically how sent. I mean, I'm not entirely familiar. I'm not a lawyer. But I do know for this case specifically, it was, um, they did say that it's possible that it could take up to two years. I believe Emily D. Baker tweeted that it's likely that the Chrisleys, Todd and Julie won't get won't know their sentencing until tomorrow, which is Tuesday. So I'll have a full legal breakdown on the podcast that'll come out this Wednesday with a full update of how much time they'll end up serving. So you can stay tuned for that. However, their accountant was sentenced. He got three years and he will be serving his time and surrender on May 1st of next year because apparently he's got to have some hip surgery. So they pushed him back till May of next year. So he's got he's got a good, what, five, six months? He's got some time. 
He's got some time to fly away to the Bahamas. So initially, prosecutors requested 41 months, which is about, a, what, three and a half years? Um, which, yeah, it's just a few more than what he actually got. His legal team was asking for 18 months. So prosecutors were like, we want him to have three and a half years. And then his legal team was like, nah, we want him to do like no more than a year and a half. I think Teresa Judice ended up serving 18 months, didn't she? Or she was sentenced to 18 months and then she did less than that. I know she did less than what she was supposed to. Um, but their point was, you know, they were saying he didn't benefit from this financially outside of his regular salary, nor was he the mastermind behind this fraud. He also appears to be a pillar member of his community and he donates to charity and does all the good things that, you know, Jen Shaw doesn't. Um, so that's why he ended up with, they, I guess, met in the middle and they gave him three years instead of the requested three and a half years and a lot more than his requested 18 months. But I kind of feel like that's what we always do. We always overplay our hand and underplay our hand and underplay our hand. And then the judge usually meets somewhere in the middle. Todd Chrisley is currently facing 17 to 22 years in prison. And Julie, Julie, Julie Chrisley, she's facing 10 to, to, uh, 10 to 12 and a half years in prison. So Todd's serving or potentially serving a lot more time. Uncertain what he'll actually get or what she'll actually get. I mean... Either way, it looks like it's going to be some time, especially if Tarantino um, only got like a few months less than what they were hoping for. It kind of makes it. And since he's like the low, not the low hanging fruit, what would he be? He's like the lesser part of it, you know, whereas Todd's the mastermind and Julie's also kind of the mastermind. So it kind of feels like it kind of feels like um, they're going to end up getting something close to the current projection. So I wouldn't be surprised if Todd gets like 15 to 17 years or if Julie gets like 8 to 10 years. I don't think they'll get the mat- the high end of the estimates, which are 22 and 12 and a half. It's likely they're probably going to get a couple. I know they want to do what Teresa and um, Joe did, where they serve sentences back to back and they're not serving it at the same time. It's interesting that Tarantino is also receiving a sentencing in November, but he won't have to turn himself in until May of next year, which is telling and makes me wonder about Jen Shaw. She's being sentenced in December, so one month, or actually less than a month from now, uh, December 17th is her sentencing date. So she likely won't be serving any time until 2023. I know Tarantino has a scheduled hip surgery, so I'm assuming that's what helped him buy more time. But I'm very curious of how long they're going to wait before having Jen Shaw turn herself in. But I mean, listen, good for Tarantino. Now he'll get to go in with a brand new hip ready for prison. You know, I'm sure that'll earn him some nice brownie points with the other boys. Pretty sure Todd Chrisley's going to have some fun. This beat is sick. I'm going to take a ride on your prison stick. But listen, Tarantino's got himself a, a brand new bionic hip. So, you know, there will be no fear of breaking that hip in in the prison showers. What happened with Chloe? Chloe, what do you mean? What happened with Chloe? You are so handsome. I'm so damn old. Oh, why are you? No, I. we can both be handsome. He's got to get that hip right before prison, baby, right? Gonna need to make sure that hip can can be nice and sturdy. Um, but they appeal. They're appealing the, the decision. So why is the sentencing still today? I believe the their appeal was rejected. It was turned down. They didn't get the chance to appeal it. They were trying to appeal it, and they were supposed to have a sentencing or, sorry, not a sentencing, a hearing in October. I believe it was like October. 
It was like end of October, I think. Um, but I don't believe their appeal went through. Maybe Todd and Julie can be prison pen pals with Elizabeth Holmes. Oof. She got 11 months starting 123. 11 months or 11 years? How much time did Elizabeth Holmes get? Let's double check that. Let's verify it. Elizabeth Holmes. It says, uh, no, she, 11 years in prison. 11 years. See, you throwing me off. She didn't get no 11 months. She got 11 years. December 15th is the Jen Shaw sentencing. Yes, it is. Julie seems to be the type that does what Todd says. So it's kind of sad that she's going to do more time. She's not. Julie's not going to do more time. Uh, Julie is currently looking at 10 to 12 and a half years, which is significantly less than Todd, who's looking at 17 to 22. Todd's going to come out a whole new man. You get it, Todd. You go, girl. And then Julie, Julie, Julie's going to come out like Martha Stewart. She's going to come out ready with her, her, what do you call it? Her home decor line. And Todd Chrisley is going to have a memoir about finding himself in prison. <sighs> himself isn't the only thing he's going to be finding in prison. In some more unfortunate Chrisley news, their son um, was in a car accident. Their son, Grayson, who's only 16, he was in a really bad car accident. Uh, it looks like this happened. It just broke on TMZ this morning, which is very convenient timing, um, being that it is also their prison sentencing. So it kind of feels like this may have been a little premeditated with this information coming out. Or it could have been that TMZ, you know, was trying to verify certain details. We know the Jen Shaw video of her screaming in the streets. Um, that the video didn't come out for like a week. So it's possible that there's a reason they held on to it. I just found it interesting that the news broke on the day of the sentencing. So he was Grayson, 16 years old, in a car accident. Um, he says that he doesn't remember what happened or what led to the car accident. They're saying that there's likely a traumatic brain injury because he did hit his head. So that is a possibility. And that might be why he doesn't remember what happened. The damage looks pretty bad. If you actually look at the car accident, um, that was not a little fender bender. That was not a little bump. That was a major like smash in it. And if he had to be hospitalized after that, that's that's a, a serious accident. And listen, I can't even imagine what they're going through. Yes, they broke the law. But they committed bank and tax fraud. That's not great. I don't think anybody should commit bank and tax fraud. However, it's not, you know, it, I'm a little harder on Jen Shaw because she actually had people that she directly took advantage of, knowingly taking advantage of them that were vulnerable. She preyed on vulnerable people. You know, she's a con artist. She is good at preying on vulnerable people. She's good at getting vulnerable people to believe her. So... I do feel for the Chrisleys a little bit. More. Listen, I do feel for Jen Shaw. Like, it can't be hard. It can't be easy having to leave your husband and your kids. But it's also, like, committed a crime, my love. Like, we got we to gotta face the facts. And I think I would have a little more empathy for Jen Shaw had she not been so, like, arrogant right now, you know? Um, but, yeah. So prayers, thoughts, love, feelings, good vibes, healing energy, all of that to Grayson. I, I think I my heart breaks more for Julie because I'm like, shit, she's a mom. Her husband's about to go to prison. She's about to go to prison. Her baby just got into a car accident. That's, yeah. Stealing 30 minutes is a, 30 million is a con artist. No, I'm not saying that they didn't commit a crime. And stealing money is definitely 
a major crime. It's just, it's one thing to try and cheat the system, and it's another thing to knowingly take advantage of vulnerable people. You know? It's one thing to, it, I mean, yeah. there's A crime is a crime, and I can't, I can't defend that. I'm just saying, you know, ooh, any chance they could do house arrest and not jail time? I would say that's very unlikely. Um, given the charges, given the amount of restitution, given the amount of prison time that they're facing, nobody goes in facing 17 years of prison time and then comes out with house arrest. Like that's just, I mean, not in, not as far as I'm aware, but again, I'm not a lawyer. So Jesus, you're a fruitcake just like them. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. Makes my heart feel so good. Love the criticism. Um, okay. So before we get into our Salt Lake City and Potomac recaps, I do want to give a little shout out to my favorite healthy meat stick brand, and that is Chomps, made from the highest quality, sustainable sourced proteins and no hidden or junk ingredients. Chomps is delicious, okay? You guys know we don't spill that low-budget tea and we don't chomp on that low-budget meat, okay? This fruitcake, as homie in the live chat, loves some good meat sticks, okay? I'm talking grass-fed and finished only with only clean ingredients. It's a perfect way to avoid overeating, especially this week during the holidays. We got Thanksgiving coming up if you're here in the U.S. It's a protein-packed snack hack. With any big celebration, I always have a chomstick earlier in the day. Or even if I'm going out, I just like to have a chomstick earlier in the day so I'm not ravenous later on. I'm satiated. I'm full. I think the chomsticks are also good stocking stuffers. If you have any family members that are keto or super ripped in the gym or just yummy snacks. You know, I know people love to put like candies and stuff in stockings, but like why not put a yummy, delicious little tasty treat in there? I'm just saying, great stocking stuffers with the holidays right around the corner. Each stick is packed with 9 to 10 grams of protein with no sugar. They're gluten-free, low-carb, Whole30 compliant, keto-friendly, and certified paleo. So, boom. Let's pack in some healthy protein and cut those ravenous cravings. This week only, guys, this week only, use code ZAC20, Z-A-C-K-2-0, ZAC20, for 20% off your order over at chomps.com. That's Zach20 at chomps.com, C-H-O-M-P-S.com right now. Head on over. You're not going to regret it. Okay. Late to the party. Hey, y'all. Hey, Lauren. Welcome on in. Is that a chomstick in your pocket? No, honey. That's, 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 I'm, I'm just excited to see everybody today. I'm excited for Jen Shaw's prison sentencing. Wonderful if, wonder if Todd and Julie are still together. I'm pretty sure they're still together. Steven likes meat sticks. See, don't we all love meat sticks? Chomps is sold by the boxes at Trader Joe's. They're delicious. Yes, that's how I first heard about Chomps. They are at Trader Joe's. They're also at Whole Foods. Um, but if you want to support me, then you'll order at Chomps.com and use code Zach20. Uh, but if you do, if you guys do happen to see them out at the stores or whatever, like send me a selfie and, or like post on your Instagram stories and tag me and tag Chomps. That way, you know, they like me and I like them and we continue to like each other. Is that... Uh, post posted now 12 years for Todd and seven years for Julie. Oh, it just posted. Holy guacamole. 
Oh, wow. I can't believe they literally just got sentenced as we are live. Let's see, Todd. I was tracking this, and Emily said that they likely weren't going to be getting anything. Have they... Wait, where did you see that they've been sentenced? Oh, nope. Everything I'm seeing is about the... Um, the prison sentencing. It looks like somebody in the live chat says... Todd just got 12 years and Julie's just got seven years, which is exactly what we just predicted, right? They got off easy. They got off easy. I don't know if I would consider 12 years in prison easy, right? Or am I tripping? 12 years seems like a lot. Even seven years in in federal prison like that seems like quite a bit. Boom, you are right. It has now... Um, yep, you are right. Todd Chrisley has been sentenced to 12 years in prison for federal financial crimes. Julie Chrisley was sentenced to seven years. Both have additional probation. Yikesies, yikesies, yikesies. I wonder if it lets us know when they have to turn themselves in. Government wanted 20 plus. For Todd only, though, remember. I mean, and that was the most they were going to get. They were looking at 17 to 22 years knowing that they were probably shooting high. Same thing with Julie. So I don't think that they got off that easy. The daughter can take care of the mother and son. Want to have a chomp sword fight? <laughs> you guys are funny. Um, okay. So let's see. I'm going to read this. This is from WSB TV Atlanta. So this is live in Atlanta right now. Todd and Julie Chrisley learned their federal, federal prison sentencing on Monday, months after they were found guilty in a tax evasion case. A federal judge sentenced Todd Chrisley to 12 years in prison plus 16 months probation. His wife, Julie, was sentenced to seven years in prison plus 16 months probation. Channel 2 Action News has been reporting on the Chrisley legal troubles for years. In June, the couple was found guilty... Okay, we know all that. They used a film production that controlled... Oh, actually, let's get a little brief recap. In June, federal jury, a federal jury found the couple who starred in the reality show Chrisley Knows Best guilty on charges of, bank, of criminal bank fraud and tax evasion. Prosecutors said that the Chrisleys took out $30 million in fraudulent bank loads to fund their lavish lifestyle and extravagant spending even before they became reality stars. $30 million is a lot of money to steal. Like, I know it's the government, but like, my God. I don't know. Todd may get away with what he wanted all along. Drop him soaps frequently, Todd. I mean, listen, he may... <laughs> I mean, Joe's not wrong. Um, okay. They used a film production company they controlled to hide income to keep the IRS from collecting unpaid taxes owed by Todd Chrisley, prosecutors say. Both Chrisleys were charged with conspiracy to commit bank fraud, bank fraud conspiracy to defund the U.S. and tax fraud. Julie Chrisley was also charged with wire fraud and obstruction of justice. The Chrisleys maintained they did nothing wrong and someone else had control of their finances. Channel 2 Action News obtained a 71-page sentencing memorandum which included a suggestion of how much time they will serve. In uh, The seriousness of the Chrisleys' crimes cannot be understated. After they defrauded community banks out of tens of millions of dollars, they hid m millions of dollars from the IRS, all while going on television to boast about how much money they spend on designer clothes, prosecutors wrote in the document. And when they learned that they were under investigation for those crimes, they involved their own family members and friends to obstruct justice. According to the memo, Todd Chrisley could have faced between 17 and 22 years in prison, while his wife, Julie Chrisley, could have faced 10 to 13 years. Wow. 
wow, wow, wow. It doesn't say anything about when they have to turn themselves over. Yikesies. Todd Chrisley has been sentenced. I mean, I'm seeing uh, USA was actively releasing new episodes as of three months ago. Yes. And I believe all of the episodes that were airing were filmed prior to their uh, sentencing over the summer. So, I mean, my God, a lot of people on Twitter are asking why would you go on national television committing major bank fraud? I mean, true story. True, true story. Let's see. Does Emily D. Baker have something to say about it yet? I should probably text her. No, she hasn't said anything about it just yet. But my goodness, guys, that is insane. Have they announced an update yet? That was the update. They got sentenced. Who is wearing designer clothes? Todd and Julie stayed looking frumpy as hell. But they were wearing designer frumpy, Miss E. It was designer frumpy. So hopefully the show is over. We'll see. I mean, depending on when they have to actually, I mean, they could possibly be filming right now. Um, I'm sure people would be interested in seeing their side of things and, you know, their, them going into the courthouse and them receiving their sentencing. Them, Julie and Jen Shaw are going to be bunkmates. I mean, will they? Where is she going to be serving time? We know Jen Shaw is serving time in New York and Julie's out in Atlanta. That would be wild if Julie and Jen Shaw were serving time together. But I do know they're trying to get, or they were they were requesting, um, what is it, concurrent sentences where one serves one and then the next one serves it once they get out because they have to take care of their daughter, or their granddaughter, someone that's underage, she's not 18 yet. So like, we need to take care of her. So we need one of us to stay so that we were not serving prison at the same time. Yikes. Staggered sentences. Um that's what they're called, staggered sentences, yeah. They asked for staggered sentences. I didn't see that info. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any other info that's come out, so stay tuned. I'll do a full briefing of everything on Wednesday's episode. We'll recap what the crimes are, what the timeline was, what they were trying to appeal for, and then what the sentencing is, and I'm hoping over the next 24 hours we'll get more details in terms of when they'll have to turn themselves in what sentencing, or sorry, now that they've been sentenced, what prison time will actually look like for them, where they'll serve. I'll have all the details for you. Have they announced anything yet on sentencing? Yes, Heather, they just announced it. We just announced it. Um, the uh, Todd is getting, what, 11 years or something? I just, I literally just said it like 18 times. Um, Todd's getting 12 years, Julie's getting seven years, and their accountant is getting three years. Address it all, sir. By all means, take your turn. All is fair, Zach. We love you. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Are they going to auction off their shit like Erica? Um, I would imagine. I would imagine that stuff would be auctioned off because they do have to pay back the banks and the IRS. So there's a lot of restitution. New TV series, Chris Lee Knows Best on how to survive a prison. Good one, Joe. I mean, actually, they should change the name to Chrisley Clearly Doesn't Know Best. That's really what it is. Okay, shall we get into some more housewives with both getting 16 months probation? Yeah, they both have probation in addition to their prison time. So, by all means, mention it all. They for certain, they certainly aren't getting house arrest. Okay, let's talk about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We had a new episode on, what was it, Wednesday? I feel like Salt Lake City has just been a little lackluster for me. 
we open up. Lisa Barlow's getting in touch with her faith. We're doing like what, like homework or arts and crafts or something cute about Jesus, right? That she believes in Jesus. Does she believe in Jesus? I don't know. She believes she's Mormon. Do the Mormons believe in Jesus? I'm not Mormon. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be ignorant, guys. Um, but anyway, she's doing some crafts and she's doing some some religion, right? She's getting on her knees and she is praying for some jazz tickets. Then we have Whitney, Jen, and Lisa, and they all go skiing, and then they all shocker make the cut for Heather's Salt Lake City's Got Talent show. And they're all gonna be in the choir, apparently. Or most of them, at least Jen. Uh, or actually with Jen didn't audition, but Whitney and Lisa are definitely going to be in Heather's choir, her fake choir. And then we have all of the husbands and the, the hubbies all come together and they all do like a circle jerk. And then there's a ter- tearjerker moment between Seth Marks and John Barlow, which I personally think would be a very hot threesome. Seth Marks and John Barlow, come at me, slide into my DMs. I think Seth is hot. To be honest, I think he's like, he's a hunk of hunk of burning love. But anyway, so they're having a moment and they're trying to talk things out. And Seth is like, your wife's a hoe. And then John's like, well, your wife's a garbage whore that slept with half of New York. So fuck Meredith and her family that poses. And then by the end of it, they squash their beef because that's what men do. They squash meat. They pound it. Then they go back inside and they're like, we're all good. But Coach Shaw, how you doing? It seems like this is very stressful for your family right now with your wife going to prison and all. And he's just like, it is very stressful. And then we have Whitney's husband, Justin. And Justin's like, well, guess what, guys? I got fired because Whitney's a celebrity, but also possibly due to the the lawsuit that accused Justin and his two colleagues of running a pyramid scheme. But maybe not. Who knows? Nobody actually knows why he really got fired. Do we? Don't we? We don't really know. I don't. I don't actually think so. According to Whitney, he was released from the lawsuit, but likely I think the heat that the lawsuit brought coupled with the attention that they were getting from the reality show, maybe they just thought it was best to cut to cut the dude loose. And they're like, listen, this is a little too much. There's a lot going on. We just can't do it. Then we have a sweet scene with Meredith and her sister, and they're talking about her nephew, and her nephew's in a really good place. He was not in a really good place, and he was really struggling, but now it seems like he's doing a lot better. And then we have Heather, again, and she's hosting a choir rehearsal with Lisa Barlow, because Lisa Barlow said that, you know, Heather apparently thinks that Lisa Barlow is the next Kelly Clarkson or something because she sings about baby Jesus in the manger. Okay, so she does like she does believe in baby Jesus, right? She's not Jewish. She believes in baby Jesus. So and she was singing about Jesus in the manger. And Heather's like, yes, you're the best singer on the block, bitch. And then Heather and Lisa get into it over Heather's dead father, who wasn't actually dead. But now we know that he is dead thanks to Lisa Barlow's tweet about it. And then we have Angie Kay. And Angie Kay is telling Jen Shaw that Dana thinks that she's a bully. And then Jen Jen Shaw calls out Dana Banana because Jen Shaw wants to go to San Diego and soak in some sun because she's not going to get a whole lot of sun once she's in prison. And so she's like, Dana Banana, you're not invited. And Dana's like, well, come see about me. You want some money on your books, Jen Shaw? And Jen Shaw's like, I'm innocent. And then she storms out. So my overall thoughts of this episode, Um, I'm actually enjoying Lisa Barlow. I know it feels wrong, but it feels so right at the same time. I'm enjoying Lisa Barlow. I actually think I like her. Um, I'm also enjoying Meredith. And I know that that has me torn and conflicted because Meredith and and Lisa Barlow are fighting right now. I'm a little disappointed in Meredith because I feel like Meredith is just, she's trying a little harder this season. And I feel like 
babe, we love Meredith. We love you. We love you, baby gorgeous. You don't need to try. Don't need to perform. Like I thought her scene with her sister, you know, obviously that's hard to talk about. So I feel like there's going to be a bit of a guard up, but I felt like she was very open and she was very honest and I appreciated that and I respected her candor. Um, I think Whitney's the prettiest on the cast. I don't know why I put that on my nose, but I just think she's like, I just think Whitney's hot and like I'd hit it. Like, I don't know why she's wasting her time with, with Justin. Um, what do I think? Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw is a criminal. Those are my thoughts about Jen Shaw. Heather's an overrated housewife. Those are my thoughts about Heather. I kind of find her a little annoying. And I think that she's dragging out this beef with Lisa Barlow because she wants to have some drama because she wants to be exciting on the show. I don't really think that Heather remembers what Whitney thinks she heard about Lisa Barlow giving blowies for jazz tickets. I also don't, I also think Angie Harrington probably did say something, but maybe as a joke that Whitney took to heart and Heather probably wasn't paying attention. Maybe she forgot probably after Jen Shaw clocked her. I don't really know, but I think there's a little bit of truth in all of it. I think Heather really doesn't remember. I don't think Heather's lying. I think she really like was just not all there. Like maybe she was a little lit. Maybe she was checking out somebody's butt. I don't really know. But I think Angie Harrington seems like the kind of girl that's going to throw a little shade and make a little joke. And Whitney's going to be like, what? Clinch my pearls. I'm going to mention it all. And so she did. Um, And then in terms of Jen Shaw and Dana Banana, I think Jen Shaw is a bully. I think Jen Shaw is a bully and a con artist and a convicted felon with no remorse for her victims. And listen, guys, I want to feel bad for Jen Shaw. Like, I really do, because a lot of people are like, but she's so likable. But I'm like, no, she's really not. She's a con artist. She's gotten you to make you think that she's likable. So she doesn't make anything better for herself. If anything, she makes things wor- worse for herself, worse sir. So I think I'm siding with Dana Banana. And those is my thoughts. I'm a 61-year-old lady, and I must say, Zach is super fine. Ooh, super freaky. Yeah, Four. My God, you just made me gobble me, swallow me, dripped in the side of me, quick jump out for you, let it get inside of me, tell him where to put it, never tell him where I'm about to be. Talk your shit, bite your lip. Oh my God, I need a spray tan. Look at this. My chest is white. Talk your shit, bite your lip. Ask for a car while you ride that. You really ain't never got a fucking fall. Dang, he already made his mind up before he came. Get your boots and your coat for this wet and gushy. I bought a phone just for pictures of this wet and gushy. Beat it up. Catch charge. Extra large and extra hard. Um, okay. Can Salt Lake City go on a permanent pause like Real Housewives of New York? I mean, we'll see what happens once Jen Shaw leaves. We'll see what happens. Um, coming in late, but wow, Zach. I love, love, love you in that shirt and the glasses. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. You're making me feel so sexy today. Okay, OnlyFans. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll post a nude on Twitter today. I don't know. I'm feeling hot. I feel like I need to channel my Kylie Jenner energy and I'm young and I'm feeling myself. And like, listen, these are the years where I should be, you know, posting naked pictures of myself, ass out, titties out, living life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with Dana Banana. No, I missed some. Hi, everyone. Hope all is well. And Jen is completely nuts. Yes. Jen makes Rinna's bullying look like nothing. I agree. The biggest bully in Salt Lake City. And everyone knows it. Because she's going to prison. So those is my thoughts. Also, I've been loving Winter House. Like sort of it's like good background noise. Um, Corey, I'm scared that he has an 11-inch penis. Um, that is terrifying. I'm sure Joe Mendoza in the live chat will feel differently. I don't want any part of an 11-inch penis. That is way too much penis. That is like, can I get half? of that 
like, you know, when you're at the butcher and you're just like, hey, butcher, can I get half a pound, half a pounding, you know? I don't like getting pounded, to be honest with you guys. But, like, I just think 11 inches is, like, I don't know, nine too many. So winter house is kind of fun. We have Lindsay in, and Lindsay has the new girl, Jess. Lindsay and Carl come to visit, and they're both sober. Great. We love that they're sober because they look hot, and, like, I'm pretty sure if they ever started on OnlyFans, it would be great. Then we have Jess, and Jess is, like, the cheater brand. Jess is, Jess is the knockoff version of Lindsay. I say Lindsay is Balenciaga, and Jess is Sheen. Sheen by Sheree. So not a fan of Jess. I think she's kind of annoying. I think she is not the prettier one between she and Lindsay since they look so much alike. I'm going with Team Lindsay. Lindsay's a star, and she makes that show. Okay, let's talk Real Housewives of Potomac because that was a spicy fasting. So I think this week was wild. But listen, when you go to Miami, you got to bring the heat. So we're in Miami where Sharice doesn't have a bathroom. And she needs a bathroom. I don't know why. Maybe she takes like a massive shit and she's embarrassed. I don't understand why she's making a big fuss over not having her own bathroom. We're in a house. Okay. We're not in a hotel. Not every room is going to have a bathroom. Like do any houses, even like mansions or like the big mega estates, does every single room in the house have a bathroom? No. When you're staying in a house and you know you're staying in a house, there's a good chance you might have to share a bathroom with somebody else, okay? Like, be grateful you're even on this trip, Sharice. My gosh, you're just too much. Like, the the letters in your name, it's too much. So, she's mad. She wants to go to a hotel. And I'm just like, good, bye. See you later. Go. But she knows that she won't get enough camera time if she goes to a hotel. So, she's like, I'm just going to sit here and complain. And then we have Peter Thomas. And Peter Thomas apparently has beef with Wendy. And then we are, we go out to dinner for Karen's birthday, but not really. And then we have Mia. And Mia's like, yo, Dr. Wendy, what's your beef with Peter Thomas? And Dr. Wendy's like, bitch, I'm a vegetarian. and I ain't fucking scared of him. Talk to my husband. And Robin's like, I am so glad Juan Dixon isn't here right now. So let me take out my phone and record this for him. And then Mia's like, don't you ever go after my family, even though Peter Thomas isn't really her family. But she's like, don't you ever go after my family. And she throws a drink at Dr. Wendy or on Dr. Wendy, rather. And very like gracefully, too, because it landed like perfectly on Dr. Wendy. Nothing landed on Karen. And Karen was like, whoa, hold up. Wait a minute. I'm out of here. And to be fair, like Dr. Wendy was poking the bear. Okay. I thought that she was trying to provoke Mia. I know people don't like it, but I actually kind of agree with the Green Eyed Bandits, with Giselle and Robin. And I think, listen, Mia was looking for a moment. Yes. And Mia was the aggressor going into it. Yes. But Dr. Wendy kept egging it on and she kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And then finally Mia snapped. Like it was, you know, a TLC television show. And then Wendy dropped the doctor and then she called me a crater face and says that, you know, she isn't calling any man when her man isn't around. And then Mia throws her purse at Wendy and Wendy did not like that. But Giselle and Robin were all team Wendy. And then Karen didn't even have a team. The only team Karen's on is whatever team Sharice isn't. And then we wrap with the TBD, a BRB until next week. And I think, listen, 
Mia was looking to stir up some drama. She was looking to stir the pot. She's great at stirring the pot. She keeps things interesting, right? We don't have Candace here, so Mia's got to do something. Why else go and dig up the dirt with Peter Thomas? And why else bring it up at the dinner table? Like, Mia inserted herself, and she went over to Peter, and she's like, what's the beef? First of all, I don't think Peter should be having beef with Wendy. Like, what are you, a housewife? Like, calm down. Like, you should not be having beef with Wendy. Like when you're on a housewife show, like I get it if you're having a moment business wise and you're like, I am waiting. Like you can keep it professional, but don't be like, I got beef. Like, who are you? Right. So I get it. He brought it up on the phone. We're filming a reality show. So naturally there's going to be interest and curiosity. And so Mia was doing her job, whatever. But I thought Wendy was doing the most. And listen, when you're a businesswoman, ask Bethany Frankel because she's a businesswoman and she's all up in your business and business is personal. When you're a businesswoman, your husband, does he needs to mind his own business, okay? If it's about your relationship, that's different. If it's a non-work-related thing, then yeah, your husband should be concerned. Other than that, it's called trust. She didn't need to call Peter Thomas and be like, hey, boo, I'm in town. What are you doing tonight? What are you wearing? Selfie. No. But like, hey, Peter, I'm in town. I believe we're going to be taping at your restaurant. Would love to touch base with you. I know we have, you know, some outstanding items on this lounge or restaurant or whatever she wants to open up. Or like, hey, would love to touch base. I'd love to know the status of X, Y, and Z just hitting you up to follow up because I feel like I'm going to see you this weekend. So I just wanted to check in. I don't know. Something. You can be professional without being a homewrecker. And, you know, just keep your man on the loop. But you don't have to be like, Peter and Eddie need to work this out between them because this is your engagement, Wendy. This is your business, Wendy. Handle your business because business is personal. Just ask Bethany Frankel. Eddie, unless... Eddie is an investor or he is co-owner of this business, which I don't believe that he is. I believe this is Wendy's project. So then, you know, but even then, Eddie and Wendy could have still reached out to Peter and been like, look, we're going to be in town, you know, whatever, whatever. But I think I'm actually like, listen, Mia made it interesting. Um, And I think Dr. Wendy was really trying to provoke her. And not even John Hopkins, John Hopkins, not even they wanted to be affiliated with it. They were like, we have no affiliation with Bravo. Mia probably knows Peter's hose. Ooh, the only beef you should have is a chomstick. There you go, Coffee Buzz. Chomsticks. Available at chomps.com. Code Zach20 for 20% off. I love how you guys just naturally bring in the plugs. If you're watching this, hit the like button, guys. And let me know if you're enjoying this. You can be professional without being a homewrecker merch. Ex- Thank you. That does sound like great merch. Zach, you look like a sexy librarian. Mm. Oh, yeah. You like that? Mm. 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 In my pencil skirt. This was Karen's birthday trip. I was so confused. I mean, yes and no. Like, was it? Was it not? Like, I'm still confused about that. Like, was this Karen's trip? Was this not? Like, I don't... Like, there's no birthday cake. There are no candles to blow out. And if there were candles, Mia put them out with her drink. Did anyone see my investigative evidence that the pic showing Mia in bar one in NC with Peter in 2015 was showing Peter was with a woman that wasn't Cynthia who was married with, uh, who was married to him until 2017. Ooh, look at Joe. Joe is getting it. 
You look hot AF. Thank you guys. Oh my God, you're so sweet. Wendy lied. She is not the only black professor at John Hopkins. She's going to lose her job there for acting a fool on that show. Wendy does not have the money to do it. She's paying off student loans. Interesting. I forgot that that's where she currently works because she's a professor. That's right. I forgot. Listen, Wendy's been looking good lately. Um, but at the same time, I'm also just like, but girl, you're doing the most. You're doing the most. Peter said he sent the contract last night and Wendy did the most as usual. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think, I think she was caught up and she doesn't like Mia and anything Mia says or does is going to trigger her. And so she wanted to trigger Mia right back and it worked and fireworks. So all right, guys, I think that's all I got for you. Um, for anybody that's just joining in, we have new merch coming. We have the biggest bully in Hollywood, and everyone knows it, which will be on sale this Wednesday. And then we have the Ice Queen Can Take It. So if you want to be, if you want to join and become a member of the Zach Pack, you can join here on YouTube, youtube.com slash Zach. Become a member today, and you will get a special bonus discount this weekend only. So there you go. I will be having a Black Friday Cyber Monday sale on all merch. Code is no filter. So you can use code no filter on the merch site, which is justplainzack.com slash shop. Justplainzack.com slash shop. You can shop this merch and all of our classic merch. We have the tea spilling professional shirts, the Zach Pack University sweaters, the Liddy City tank tops. All of that is still available now at justplainzack.com slash shop. You can use code NOFILTER this weekend starting Thursday. You can use the code NOFILTER to get 25% off. And if you want a bonus extra discount, then stay tuned and join our members-only live stream on YouTube this Wednesday. All right, guys. I do love you. I do appreciate you. I do hope you have a wonderful Monday evening. I will see you for book club on Tuesday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific. We're going to be reading more of Matthew Perry's book, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Things. So make sure you read the next two chapters, three chapters, two chapters. What did we read? We did four and five last night. So we have six and seven tomorrow, plus the interludes. So get ready. Stay tuned. I will chat with you on Tuesday for book club. Wednesday, we'll do the Chrisley deep dive. We'll get into all the nitty gritty, dirty details about the Chrisleys and their sentencing and their upcoming prison sentence and all of that good stuff. Stay tuned. Lots of good interviews to come. And I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I mean, obviously, well, we'll be going live again on Friday after Book Club on Tuesday. Our next live will be this upcoming Friday. So remember that. All right. Love you. Mean it. Ciao for now.